This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 354 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we're gonna talk about 13 tips for new bloggers. We're really gonna jump into discovering essential tips that are going to help unlock the secrets to building a successful blog and establish your online presence. You're gonna hear me recommend past episodes as well. I want you to make sure that you head over to the blog post that is linked in the show notes here because that will bring you to each of the separate episodes where we can dive in even deeper into those. As well as if you haven't already grabbed my blog like a pro guide, make sure that you just scroll in your podcasting app and it'll be linked there for you to download that as well. All right, so let's talk about these 13 tips. And I will tell you I picked 13 because it has been 13 years that I have been online. I created the Melrose family back in 2010. And as of this recording, it is 2023. And we are sold the Melrose family back in 2019. And I have since created the JennyMelrose.com, which is where you are listening to this podcast as well as reading it potentially. And that is the entire time that I have been online. And these are the things that I wish I had known so that I could have done a better job of continuing to grow. The first thing that I want you to understand is that there is a great importance in understanding and knowing your audience. You have to know who it is that you are ideally trying to attract. What is it that you are going to teach them, the problem that you're going to solve, but primarily who are they? You can't give me this wide net of people that you expect to be able to bring to your site and feel that it's going to be easy for you to be able to connect and create content for them if they range from 18 to 65. I need you to be more specific. I need you to really think about who your ideal people are. Where are they shopping? What are they doing? What kind of content are they continuing to look? And what platforms are they using in order to consume that content to solve their problems? So really getting a better understanding of under who and who your audience is. Now, the second tip for you is to choose a blog niche that works for your audience. It's important that you choose a niche that is something that you are passionate about, potentially an expert in, or at least two steps ahead of your potential audience in that niche. Now, I go through a ton of different blog niche ideas and you can check that out to make sure that if you're not exactly sure what niche you're gonna fall into, it gives you some ideas of ones that have worked for clients and clients that I've worked with that have used different niches. So really understanding what niche you are in. The third tip is to make sure you understand your goals for your blog. When you first start out, what are you trying to be able to accomplish? Now, when I talk about this, I'm talking about not only professionally within your business, but also personally within your life. What are the expectations for your family? What are you trying to be able to accomplish with your blog? Are you looking for it to be a full-time income? You have to set goals and expectations for where you are trying to go 
and connect it to your why. Why are you trying to make it a full-time income? Are you trying to leave a nine to five? Are you trying to be more there for your kids? Are you trying to have a flexible schedule? Whatever your why is, it needs to be connected to the goals that you are setting. Now, I walk you through exactly how to set your goals by thinking about long-term goals as well as short-term and how to make sure that they are smart goals. So make sure that you dive into that. The fourth tip that I have for you is to strategically plan your content. You want to make sure that, again, your content is connected to your goals, is connected to your niche, that everything ties together. It's like that spider web of where people are going to come to read about your content and they're going to go from one post to the next post to the next post because it all builds on each other. So really thinking about how can I create content that is going to set me up as the expert, but potentially also gives me an opportunity to sell a product or service to my audience. Having an idea of the problem that you solve is going to be huge and make this much easier for you. You also, as my fifth tip, is to write quality content that solves a problem. Now, when we're talking about quality content, we're not talking about needing to have a certain amount of words or um, a certain amount of pictures, but you want it to be information that your audience is going to benefit from, that is organized in a way that is easily easy for them to consume, whether that is by reading it, by listening to it, by watching it. You want to make sure that it's easy for them to consume. You also, when you are creating that content, like I've said previously, is that you wanted to make sure that it solves a very specific problem for your audience. The problem that they have should also be something that you are solving with a product or service potentially down the road. But your content should always be looking to help solve that problem, breaking it into its tiny pieces so that you can make sure that you are interlinking within your content. Which gets me to my sixth tip, which is to optimize for SEO. It's very important that when you create a blog post, that your blog post structure is set up to be easily organized and easily consumed. But it's also important that when you are optimizing that you do the keyword research that is going to make it easy for you to strategically plan your content. All of this falls back together so that it makes it easier for Google to understand what you want to be known for and for your audience to understand the problems that you can potentially solve for them. So making sure that SEO is something right from the beginning that you are paying attention to, understanding keyword research, the volume that you need, the way in which you can create content to interlink to each other so that there are no orphan posts on your site that don't connect to anything else. Really making sure that you have an emphasis on SEO right out of the gate. Then seventh tip is to foster engagement with your audience. Now, the first way that in which you're going to do this is to have a business elevator pitch. You have to be able to tell a perfect stranger what it is that you do and who you do it for. If you can't do that, it's going to be very difficult to engage with them because they don't know what to expect from you. You also want to make sure that when you are trying to engage with them, you give them a call to action. You tell them how you want them to interact with you, whether you are promoting via email, on your blog, in a podcast episode, in YouTube, on social media. You have to give a call to action so that they understand how you actually want them to engage with you. 
The eighth tip is to know how to monetize your blog. Think of all the different ways that you could potentially do that. We've talked a lot about that in previous episodes. You have the opportunity for ads and sponsor posts, affiliate income, your own products or services, a digital product or service. So really starting to think about how you are going to monetize is going to help you be strategic when you are creating content because then you can send them down the road of showing them that you can solve the problem for them. Now, the way in which you would send them down the road is my ninth tip. It's to grow your email list from the beginning. You have to have an email list in order to continually have people coming back to your content. Now, notice you haven't heard me talk about promote your blog on social media yet. You don't regularly hear me talking about that because it changes all the time. But when you are growing an email list, that is something that you will always have. So if you do it right from the beginning, showing them what you're an expert in, giving them an opt-in in exchange for their email list, and then being able to continue to engage them with a nurture email sequence to potentially then send them to a sales sequence for your product or services. This is how you create a funnel for sales that makes it easy to continually sell to people while you are sleeping. The 10th way that you are going to, as a new blogger need, is to have a strategy for how to grow your blog. Really think about what platforms are your audience on. It does not make sense to try to work on every single platform to promote on. And I'm not just talking about social. I'm also talking about what is going to be your consistent piece of content. Where is it going to come out? Is it going to be your blog, which it absolutely should be? Or could it potentially be a YouTube video that you're going to repurpose into a blog post or a podcast episode that you're going to repurpose into a blog post? Really start to think about how you can be consistent as possible and then where are you going to promote? My next place I would recommend is your email list. Again, that's why we're telling you to build it from the very beginning. Then from there, you can look at a potential social media platform. Don't start with all five of them. Pick a social media platform that you know your audience is on and figure that one out so that you can then be able to go to another platform once you feel confident on how to use the one you started with. So in other words, if your audience is between the ages of 40 to 65, I'd probably recommend looking at Facebook and seeing if that's where they're interacting for your specific type of content. If your audience is 18 to 30, I'd probably recommend Instagram because that might be more likely where they're going to be. But again, are they consuming your content there? That's important to think about. The 11th strategy is to have blogger collaboration. And we spoke two weeks ago about exactly the benefits of blogger collaboration as well as how to approach other bloggers and what you could potentially be doing. Blogger collaboration is one of the best ways to continue to grow your site because you will learn the strategies that are working for others as well as not feel so lonely. Blogging, it can be very lonely. You can feel like you're in your own little silo and have no idea what else is going on in the world. And the people in your real life probably don't understand what you're working on and what you're doing. So having blogger collaboration is going to help with that. The 12th tip is to analyze 
your data. You have to make sure that at the time of this recording, GA4 has to be set up. You have to be using it so that you can have a better understanding of what is going on on the back end of your site. Where is traffic coming from? What content are they going to? And then I would also recommend that you have Google Search Console set up so that you can have a better understanding of what Google is already ranking you for as far as your keywords and how you can potentially improve upon those key terms and continue to create other content that is going to be able to interlink with, again, that strategy for content. So really looking at the data. The 13th and final tip is to adapt to changes. We, in the past 13 years of my online professional career of blogging, have seen a lot of changes. We went from a time where blogging was just a thing that people did to talk about their food for the day or the trip that they went on with their kids to being very strategic, understanding SEO, having these ad companies that are able to bring in thousands of dollars per month for bloggers because they understand how to grow traffic to then going into COVID and seeing that what exactly is social going to look like? COVID changed a lot of that. We saw Instagram and TikTok and it got very flooded and saturated because there were so many people home that now thought, I'm going to be TikTok famous and go on there. The issue becomes when you look at only social media and changes like that, you're building your business on rented property. So those influencers that we feel we are trying to elbow out of the way, you have to always remember that is that where your audience is? Or is the audience on TikTok looking to watch funny videos that are going to have them dancing or talking about ADHD or whatever it might be? Really understanding that is that where your audience is? And then when changes do come, being willing to move with them and change with them. We have heard so much about blog writing with AI and how we can really make sure that we are utilizing our time best. It is only going to continue to improve. So being willing to test something out, being somewhere where you are getting the most up-to-date information. You're a podcast listener, so you're obviously looking to continue to learn. If you really want more hands-on strategic trainings, definitely think about joining me in Influencer Entrepreneurs Insiders Group. It is my membership where you get each month three strategic trainings and one group coaching call once per month. You want to be on the forefront of the trends and the things that are changing. But if you're a month, two months behind because you're, again, living in that little silo of yours, you're not going to be able to continue to move forward. All right, you guys, I appreciate you all so much for taking the time to listen in. I hope that no matter where you are in your blogging journey, that this these 13 tips for new bloggers will help you. Because even as a veteran blogger, there are many of these that I didn't learn until I was five years in or six years in. Because again, I was trying to adapt to the changes that were happening. All right. 
If you haven't already grabbed my blogging like a pro guide, please make sure that you download it and grab it. Um, you also, if you haven't left a rating and review, I would so appreciate it if you took the time to do so. Five-star rating, just go a hop over into your podcast adding app and leave me a quick one, two sentences about this episode. All right, you guys, until next time, I will see you all then. Mm-hmm.